Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s in New York City, and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Thanks for tuning in to another episode, and today I'm talking about how we become familiarized with reality, and reality as a whole, but also reality within our own small worlds. And I'm bringing this back to the 80s because I want to talk about one of our favorite stars who passed away, Kirstie Alley, and I forgot that she is a very famous Scientologist. Now, in another episode, I was talking about like good and bad parts of religions, and you can call any religion a cult, but I had mentioned Scientology, and there are, you know, some bad points of it that were pointed out. But not everyone has that experience, and Kirstie Alley seemed to be one of those people where the reality of her living within the confines, because all religion is confines, of Scientology actually worked for her, where it does not work for everyone, just like Catholicism doesn't work for everyone. I kind of, you know, I said I went to Catholic school, I kind of gave that up and just sort of became just a free-spirited I don't even know what, spiritual being in search of truth. And before I continue, I just want to offer my condolences to everyone who has loved and worked with Kirstie Alley and enjoyed her comedies over the years from Cheers to Look Who's Talking, so many great movies. She's worked with so many people and, you know, everyone had really positive things to say about her. And there was an interview with someone saying that she was like the perfect Scientologist. So again, you know, when things work for you, keep going with that. It it doesn't work for everyone. I mean, there are people who have been Catholic their whole lives, who have, you know, never wavered from those beliefs and going to church and it works for them. I'm sure that works for other people too. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. It just wasn't something that worked for me. Like I was great with the Italian traditions, but I wasn't so great with the religious traditions. I would always get thrown out of this CCD class because to me, I was actually learning ancient history in elementary school. And by third grade, I had known about the Rosetta Stone and the Epic of Gilgamesh, and I compared it to the story of Noah's Ark. They're identical. And I got thrown out of the religion class for that. So to me, it was like at, you know, a young age, my reality with things started to break because I realized that every story came back to the same origin. The thing is, people view how to worship and how to believe so differently that it causes all of these problems. It causes this separation, right? This situational design of different entities that, you know, rule us. Which which one is right? Which one is wrong? And then some people say there's no entity at all. Now, what does this have to do with Balenciaga? Well, Another strange point that I think of is if people believe that there is no God and no good, do they believe that there is no devil and no bad, therefore there cannot be satanic, true satanic cults? And that means that there can't be true religion. And that's a huge, weird thing to think about. But as we create our society, 
we have to understand that boundaries have to be drawn to remain civilized. And what is happening in the fashion world and the silence within everyone who who, who has a big name, who's truly not speaking out, is they're trying to, again, like normalize this. They're familiarizing us with their reality. Trying to make us say, oh, okay, if they all think it's great, we can too. Now, I've spoken about my time at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. So, part, parts of it. There's a lot more to it. But I attended from 1997 to 1999. And I've spoken about the year that I tried college in Terrytown, New York. And that was 1994 to 1995. And then I tried a community college, Westchester Community. I lasted like three weeks or more, maybe a few more. Um, then I took some time off and I was a substitute teacher in my elementary school that I was just saying taught me ancient history. Then I went to another acting school before AMDA. So the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, we just call it AMDA. But the school I went to before that was the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. And if you haven't heard of it, their former students include Grace Kelly, Kirk Douglas, Danny DeVito. The school was just renowned for being one of the top acting conservatories. And as you can see by the alumni, and there's so many more, it was such a great honor when I was accepted. Now, here's where I'm talking about familiarizing yourself with someone else's reality. And you can also call this indoctrination. So in this indoctrination, right, this, this familiarizing with what this school, and I don't believe it was this way all the time, but in the mid-90s, what this school believed would make you a good actor. So one of the things was don't eat meat anymore. Eat tofu, okay? And they said this to both male and female students. Now, if men eat too much tofu, that puts way too much estrogen into their bodies. So that's throwing off body chemistry. Also, you're taking away a main source of protein from both men and women because we don't know how to eat tofu. We don't know what to do with that. Like, we weren't given recipes. It was like, here, just eat it and figure it out. And this is before the internet when we could figure out how to find a recipe that didn't make it taste weird. And I just used to end up frying mine in butter because that was the way that it tasted the best to me with some salt over rice. And then I would pour raspberry vinaigrette dressing over the top and it was brown rice and that was my meal for dinner every day for like years and I didn't realize that I was pulling all of these other nutrients out of my body and I said I'm very petite so from high school through the I don't know my late 20s I weighed under 100 pounds and when I went to this school and stopped eating meat 
they um, were like, oh, what are you, anorexic? You know, my clothes were falling off. I'm like, well, I'm just doing what you're saying. And then, you know, you're exerting all of your energy and you're not putting enough back in it. So you're doing it with like carbs. So that was their way of saying you were going to be a great actor. And I felt like it was not only who would go along with it, but which ones they saw excelled the best at um, like, like conforming to what they wanted. And I have said before, I do not conform well. I just don't. I have tried. I have, you know, great friends that understand my quirks and my things, but I just can't conform to things all the time. And it was getting like to the point where I wasn't able to even think and remember lines clearly and like push through, you know, these five day a week like sessions of school without meat. But I felt like so guilty to even eat it at home that I was like starving and I couldn't I couldn't function. And then without knowing it, when I got accepted, they only reaccepted roughly half of the students they took in for their first year got a second year at the school. Meanwhile, I thought I was signing up for a two-year school. So I didn't get accepted back. A lot of great actors who are still out there did. And, you know, that's great for them. But they were also able to, like, fit into the school much better than I was. And I'm not saying that every student went along with the, you know, vegetarian diet at the time that it was. But I feel like a lot did. And for me, trying so hard, I think it ruined the magic of what I could have brought to the characters I was trying to learn to play. And I mean, I think it's a little ridiculous to let someone in for one year out of a two-year school and just say, no, 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 never mind. Like, you know, we don't think you're worth it. And that could have ended me there. But that's how well I take rejection professionally is, and I, I considered the school professional, is I went on to um, audition for the American Musical and Dramatic Academy without the greatest voice in the world, and somehow I got in and finished two years there. So, you know, it's interesting, and they did not stop our diet. They didn't try to change anything about us in that way. It was more like just trying to mold us into the best that we could be within the acting world. My one gripe with the school was, I wish that they would have focused not just on acting, but on the business end of it, like agents, casting directors, producing, directing, things like that, because that was really my other interest. I would have loved to be a casting director because I love to be the one to take the people with the best chemistry and like put them together and create that magic. And that's a big part of it. So I kind of wish that that would have been some lessons as well, instead of just the focus on you're only successful in the business if you're like A-list actors. And with all of the things that we're seeing coming out of Hollywood, you know, it's like, why only aspire to be that? There's other parts of the industry that are just as interesting that make just as much money and that was my thing so here I am podcasting about it so yeah that's just how it goes with you know familiarizing yourself with someone else's reality and 
The issue with these things is you have to fit in perfectly. You know, I hear a lot about all of these A-list actors are so dedicated. And that's why they have the millions and billions and all these deals. But I've seen police officers, firefighters, doctors, nurses, teachers, bus drivers, you know, people that work on the subway that are just as dedicated to their jobs as A-list Hollywood actors are. Why does the man and or woman who collects our garbage make less money than the person who entertains them? I think, you know, wealth is just unequal in this world. And it's not just about your dedication. It's about your look. It's about how you fit in. It's about how you help to create that illusion that Hollywood is the one and only place to be. And that is the measure of success in this world. And that is not reality. Because success and meaning of life is a mindset. It's nothing physical. It's so far beyond that. You don't have to have millions upon millions in the bank to say that you're successful. That, it, that makes no difference. Because when we go, we don't take any of it with us. And the house we live in, someone else will move in and they'll take your things and give it to family members or put it in Goodwill or have a garage sale, so an estate sale. So in the end, success and meaning of life and purpose of life it's all in your mindset so stop familiarizing yourself with everyone else's reality of what things are because if the balenciaga controversy has taught us anything is nothing is what it seems sometimes things are really good behind the scenes and sometimes things are really dark and terrible and people won't take responsibility for that because they've been given enough privilege in life that they do not have to. So break away from that reality and start putting your own light into the world much more. And that's how we're gonna help to balance out all of these bad things. So share good stories. Share stories that are inspiring. If they are traumatic, share the way you came out of it and how you came out stronger. Because I have a lot more stories about my short period of time working in the business. And, you know, some are great, some are not great. But the reality is some are great and not great in office jobs that I've had that I could say were much worse experiences than I had in theater or on a set. So again, it's not where you are and it's not who you are and it's not what you have that matters. It's what's in your mind. The success in your mind, the meaning in your mind, your peace of mind. The Red Hot Chili Peppers said it. So with that, I'm gonna just thank you guys for tuning in and if you have thoughts you can message me at messy closet podcast on instagram and share any thoughts that you might have with me about what i'm saying agree disagree but do some research for yourself and you know let me know what you find because if there's new information
I want it too. 